this is Abhishek. Welcome to Rekindle Club, and this is Revise with Rekindle, the greatest podcast ever made. Conditions applied. Hello, everyone. Uh, I am Abhishek, and welcome to the third episode of Revise with Rekindle. And uh, today we have a very special guest, Mr. Kaila Shahani. Uh, he has done so many things, and I would like him to introduce himself. So, if you could tell a little bit about yourself. Uh, firstly, thank you, Abhishek, for the invitation, and I'm glad to be part of the show. Uh, I've seen your previous episodes and it's really mind-boggling. Thank you so much. Uh, so about me, I mean, I've lived in few countries. I've traveled to 30 plus countries. So travel is a big element of my life. Mm-hmm. Uh, but professionally, I run a HR consulting company. Oh, okay. And uh, for my karma, <laughs> I also have an NGO uh, which focuses on women-centric Lovely. issues. How wonderful! But what is your HR com- company called? It's called Morpheus Consulting. It's okay. uh, it's a 15-year-old firm featured on BBC. Oh wow! Yeah. Nice, nice. And what is your blog called, travel blog? Uh, it's called Food Review Online. Uh, more than 50,000 people follow oh, that. Wonderful. I've covered more than 800 restaurants in Mumbai. Oh, wonderful. So your yeah. plates are literally full <laughs> with, with work and... Uh, yeah, but one plate is still empty. Which is? <laughs> which is, uh, you know, you, you're doing all this, but you still want to share it with someone, right? Right. Yeah. Right, right. So that's why I'm here. Oh, nice, nice. Thank you, thank you for your time, man. I really appreciate your uh, time. So, so tell me something. What made you start uh, this travel blog? That what experiences led to the decision of starting a travel blog? I think it all started as a kid when you would travel with your parents. You know, you have that uh, instinct of you know being into travel, and you generate that kind of love for you know being around in the world and experiencing cultures, food, and everything. Uh, when I got into my working career, uh, what really happened is that I did not get much time to travel and I think a big element of my life was kind of missing. Mm-hmm. So I think I started traveling with that aspect but other than that it was more about uh, self-development. I think travel is the best experience, yeah. is the best coach that you can ever have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I yeah. think there is this guy called Trevor <coughs> Noah, he yeah. said the biggest antidote of ignorance is traveling. Yeah. So if you travel more, your ignorance level, you start Absolutely, absolutely. For example, I've been to Africa and before being to Africa, the perception about the entire continent mm-hmm. uh, was more to do with the, you know, what you've seen uh, online on the news yeah. and, uh, you know, whatever you've read. But when I landed in Africa, uh, it, was, it was a very different experience altogether. I spent yeah. three months, I went to around seven countries. Yeah. Uh, People are amazing, food is great and it is still something that you know every everyone who loves to travel should definitely try it out. So what are your top three countries that you have travelled to? I think every country that I have travelled to uh, has a different element that they have got into my life. Mm-hmm. Uh, when I when I talk about Jordan, it is you know the historical element of what I have studied and what I have experienced and uh, more to do with the, uh, the Southeast Asian countries is what I have done, mm-hmm. is uh, more to do with the the whole experience altogether. Nice. Uh, but when it comes to Europe, it is more about the whole, you know, travel, blogging, and uh, meeting other people who are going through the similar experience. Mm. Uh, and Africa as a continent was a very rich experience. I think uh, there's a history. I mean, a lot of Indians were yeah. taken to Africa, uh, and they've lived there, and they've, you know, actually like six generations of what right. you can meet over there. And that's exactly what I really enjoyed. Uh, nice. The whole cultural experience. Nice, nice. Okay. So traveling is sorted, your work yeah. is sorted and yeah. there was this third option you said you, you wanted to share it with someone. Yeah. So uh, could you tell me about your life experiences and dating experiences if you are okay with it? So let me get a little more personal in this. I think uh, a couple of years back I got divorced and okay. uh, to be very honest, uh, 
I wasn't sure as to how I'm going to face the dating world because I haven't done it before that, right? So, so was it a love marriage? Or yeah, yeah, it was. I was 21 when I got married, so Why I don't. Bal Vivah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Bal Vivah. Uh, but for me, it was more about uh, you know someone that I fell in love, mm-hmm. uh, got into a relationship, and I wanted to spend my life with, and that's how it was. And uh, to be very honest, nothing <laughs> wrong in that. Nothing wrong in somebody getting married early or getting oh, married yeah, at the yeah, age yeah. of 40. I think it's more about just meeting the right person. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, for whatever reason that it didn't work out, I still take the best of everything and move on in life. Mm-hmm. So now here I am, back into the uh, the real world. Mm-hmm. I don't know, like, you know, after so many years, how the dating thing works. So I was clueless. Mm-hmm. I was scared. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was not sure as to how I'm going to approach people. Mm-hmm. Uh, dating apps were there, but I was still more of an offline and old school person. And right. I wanted to still explore that world right. if it still works. Uh, tried that, uh, but unfortunately, because of the hectic lifestyle that we live, uh, the curiosity uh, around the dating apps was growing, and therefore I wanted to explore the dating apps and see how it goes. And when was the last first time you downloaded a dating app? I think it was a couple of years back, and uh, okay. I mean, that point to this point, it's it's been a mixed bag of experiences. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think I've met uh, varieties of people where you know people are. Uh, just looking for something which is much more long term uh, or to people who are not looking at anything beyond a particular conversation there are people that I meet uh, or I've spoken to who are not even looking at dating who are not even looking at meeting they just want some virtual friend I mean there are people like that as well Uh, so I think it's all about the kind of lifestyle that we're living in right now in a city like Mumbai where people have got probably I wouldn't want to use the word lonely but it is that where, which is leading to people to come onto a social platform and just have a conversation with someone. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, okay, so your experiences has been a mixed bag. Could you tell me some good experiences that you have had? Yeah, I mean, I've met some really interesting people, very, I would say these people are uh, well-to-do in life, they're, they're settled uh, into what they want from their professional aspect and someone similar to you know what I've gone through as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, but again, there are people who have never been married, there are people who have been uh, you know, going through a process of divorce, or there are people who are being divorced for many years. Mm-hmm. So I think there is a, a three basic categories of people that so I've never met. married who are going through a process of divorce and who have been divorced for a lot. Of absolutely, time. absolutely. Yes, okay. Yeah, like the separation period they are going through, they are just exploring whether <coughs> they want mm-hmm. this or not. But other than that, I think there there are three broad categories of people that I have met. Mm-hmm. Uh, people who uh, I think who have never been married before. Uh, I think these are the people who have not understood as to what the marriage concept is or how it happened or what happened. So they are open to the whole uh, idea, but I think they, they would still prefer somebody who's never been married no, before, no. something with the same wavelength. Right. Uh, yeah, I think that is that is. So have, has anyone, any female told you that, okay, I'm single and you are a divorcee. Yeah. I don't think this is happening. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Don't be, don't. <laughs> so I think initially I was like, oh, I don't know. I, I mean, it's not like I have a cancer or something. I'm just divorced. <laughs> yeah. I mean, uh, but it is, it is a fact that you learn with and you go, you know, go on with it. It's, it's okay. It's, it's their choice. It's their perspective. You know, be to yourself. That's yeah. fine. Absolutely. And yeah. Each to each his own. I think yeah. it's perfectly fine. Uh, uh, what about any bad experiences that you would want to share? Oh, I mean, I have a list. <laughs> <laughs> top three. Yeah, yeah okay, always let's, top stick three. To, let's stick to the one which is right in my head right yeah. now. Because, uh, so I, I was interacting with this person who said or claimed to be single. 
and uh, you know we decided to go out for dinner and say okay let's catch up over a conversation and see where it goes mm-hmm. um, maybe in the like probably 20 minutes in the conversation i was told that oh she's not single she's separated which is fine mm-hmm. i can understand that but her husband was living in the next door i mean not not even in the next door literally in the same apartment but in the next room i was like how do you call that separation oh we're going through this for the last 5 years because oh. we have this situation and okay. it's like okay fair enough i can still let's hold on to it and find a base as to what we can find in common solution uh eventually it was more about uh so how did he come her husband her so called husband had has actually dropped her to the date and has come to pick her up as well after the date that's a very open relationship <coughs> that is the most weirdest thing that i had experienced because then eventually she said see me and my husband are okay with it are you open to that uh, open to what to an open relationship basically she didn't okay. want to bring it up in the first go it was more oh, about yeah. okay. like you know are you open to this yeah. right now okay. i mean like uh not something that i wanted to have on my bucket list but definitely i'll let you know if something up comes up but so you said no yeah obviously i mean i'm okay. not yeah, okay. yeah i mean i know what i want and i'm not looking for something like this at this stage which will mm-hmm. break me even further or uh, create that kind of uh, you know i would say insecurity in my head again i don't mm-hmm. want to be that i wanted a relationship or i wanted to be with a person which is mine which is mm-hmm. uh, at least in a common perspective uh, that we both are looking forward to you know spending some quality time together in the long term yeah. that is what i'm looking at i'm yeah. not looking at a fling or a, a one night stand i'm looking at a, this stage of my life i'm looking at something which absolutely. is much more mature absolutely yeah so you are an avid traveler you have traveled across countries you yeah. also used dating apps yeah. so have you mixed them merged them and you have used dating apps across countries i think that's a very interesting question because i've actually done that very recently okay uh so i have done this road trip which was close to 11000 kilometers oh, and wow. i've covered from mumbai to kanyakumari kanyakumari to kashmir and kashmir back to mumbai so i can give you a pan india experience of a dating app cultural cultural uh, scale, uh, yeah yeah so when i was in uh, bangalore uh, the experience was very much that you would expect you know it would be you know like a small conversation get to know each other over a beer so what do you want from this things like that uh, but for me it was more about you know meeting someone from the city knowing the city more and uh, you know they showing me around probably that was more of an experience that i was looking at uh, as soon as you get to more tier 2 and tier 3 mm-hmm. cities like you know you you are experiencing something like for example i met someone in jaipur and uh, this person was uh, i think really looking for somebody to get married on the day okay. and uh, she said why don't you come and meet my family as well oh, i said on the uh, first date yeah her idea was why don't you come home oh, wow. i was okay. not sure how to respond to that and i actually went to her home <laughs> i actually didn't know it, it is it is an experience by so you're married now <laughs> thank god i'm not Okay. uh but it was more of like you know she wanted to show me off to her friends or maybe her family members like you know like see this guy is doing this trip and you know uh you know and i wanted you to meet him uh something like that i don't know what i was the more trophy boyfriend she hoping was hoping for a trophy. i don't think so anybody was looking at a boyfriend or a husband on that night i think it was more like ki ये देखो ये मैं एक विचित्र प्राणी लाई हूँ घर पे जो ये पूरा देश घूम रहा है बट इट वॉज मोर टू डू विथ यू नो आई थिंक अ कल्चरल थिंग वेर आई थिंक शी थॉट ओके वील जिस कनेक्ट लाइक हाउ प्रॉब्ली यू नो यू वुड शो ऑफ योर फ्रेंड और मीट समबडी दैट ओके बट आई थॉट प्रॉब्ली 
yeah it was more like okay meeting somebody on a dating app right so what could be the worst case scenario mm-hmm. you know i i didn't know what to expect so i just went through with it but eventually you know uh, what i remember is her mom dad in the front seat of the car and me and her at the back seat wow. and they had come to drop me back at the hotel that is That's that nice. is how it ended very sure and <laughs> not an experience that i would ever imagine or i would ever talk about but it is something different right mm-hmm. it it did happen uh mm-hmm. something in indore uh i met this friend i mean, i don't know what I should call it but now she's a good friend uh we met at a nice coffee place and uh, it had a lounge bar on the top and uh, it it was really refreshing because she was from uh she was from america and she had come to indore off recently and she was looking to have a very con- like a conversation with someone mm-hmm. who is more uh, travel the world and you know mm-hmm. understands culture globally everything like that so we sat we we spoke for nearly 3 and a half hours wow. and uh, it was a very one on one conversation uh but uh, she was like see i can date you i can go out with you if you are here for more days but uh, if you're looking at something beyond that it will never happen i was like not that i wanted to talk about on the first day but why exactly did you say that uh so she said that my parents are going to go for an arranged marriage and i'm going to go ahead with that so my simple question to her was why are you on a dating app mm-hmm. she like before that happens i want to go ahead and meet people date and okay. yeah okay so that's so these are different kind of experiences with different kind of people yeah. but if you ask me i've traveled obviously to other continents as well and the the european continent when i was traveling it was more to do with like you know hey let's meet up and that would happen probably in the first 5 10 chats oh, okay. okay in africa more like you know it was more to do with meeting somebody from an indian community mm-hmm. but you know uh, understanding that country from their perspective mm-hmm. but really nice people really mm-hmm. great to hang out with uh, some of them now are my friends on facebook and instagram but i think as a traveler when you are in a city or a country you know that you have to go back home right right this is not your home and i think somewhere they know that as well yeah. so they already have that perception that this guy is not going to be here for long so why don't we just go out and have fun right. they are never constructively looking that at making this into a long term relationship right. i think that is where the disconnect is mm-hmm. maybe if this would have been like for example at indore girl if she would have you know actually had a conversation which would lead to something long term i would have probably pursued it i would have it doesn't matter if you're in another city you know that far off mm-hmm. i would have probably taken that to the next level but because you have this disconnect before you even right. meet the person i think somewhere you are probably it's a cliffhanger anyway so it's not going to work out would you date somebody a long distance dating would you do that uh depends on how strong the emotional connect is because if that is the only thing that you're holding on to before making that commitment then i think it has to be a very transparent one on one candid conversation how you're going to make this work if you really don't have that sorted i don't think so i cannot do that because for me i'm more of a so i'm a cancerian uh, okay. cancerians are very much a social people yet they want to be in their inner circle mm-hmm. uh, so i might i might have a lot of people in my you know secondary or you know third level connection but in my primary connection i would have just three or four people and i will hold on to them that i will like you know i will hold on to my life it is that kind of connection i build right. and those connections are my world and i stick to that mm-hmm. so if you're not part of that primary connection or my world i don't know how to take this forward because i would love to go out for a drive i would right. love to go out for a movie right. dinner travel i want to do so much with my partner mm-hmm. and i can't do that on a screen mm-hmm. so 
So yeah. I think that also is a very bigger. It's a bigger question in terms of long distance relationship versus hyper hyper local relationships. Yeah. Like what would people prefer? And I actually think that hyper local relationships make more sense. Yeah. Because you need to be in the proximity of that person because yeah. Zoom call or Google Meet, Google yeah, Meet yeah. will long term sustainability. I don't think is. Exactly. Yeah, you don't have to be in a pizza delivery radius, but at least yeah. be in a radius yeah. of somebody who's yeah. that you know you can pick up the phone. Hey, listen, why don't you just come down? I want to go out for a drive. Mm. You know that way. Yeah. If yeah. you're going to be somewhere that you know, hundred uh, and I don't know, thousand kilometers away, I'm going to even contemplate to make that phone call as to yeah. why should I even call yeah. that person? You know, so yeah. that whole notion is just killed in that moment. Mm. But if you really are connected with someone on one on one, that that emotional connect that is available. uh and you know that okay it's just a temporary phase it's not going to be there for long mm. then i guess you can still do that but if it's a long term long distance relationship i don't think so it works for anyone yeah. if if they yeah, claim to make it work then i think they just being lying to themselves mm. or cheating on each other out <laughs> that, that that is possible yes uh cool so what has been the second worst experience that you have had i think when this incident happened i was uh, kind of probably i wouldn't say disheartened with the experience but i would say okay it was like a learning curve for me mm. so i thought okay i'll take a little break from this and see uh, if it is really my thing or not mm. uh came back on the app maybe another 2 uh, months down the line and uh, you know i decided to meet someone again uh, this was initially a very different kind of experience because you know the conversation was nice uh the photograph matched to what exactly was written and shown uh and it was very much in compatibility uh what really happened is uh something that probably i should have asked my probably you know concern that was uh is to do with the smoking and the drinking part as to i mean when you say you drink casually you drink casually right this person ordered a bottle of wine okay. uh finished it in 20 minutes uh got another bottle of wine finished another half an hour by the end of the night she was done with three and a half bottles i don't know if you want that's to call so casual it. that's very casual that's, <laughs> i don't want to know if this casual drinking for people or is it just me i am being a very uh, conservative <laughs> no that <laughs> yeah, is not at all casual for okay. sure <laughs> so what really happened was uh although the conversation went really well uh it became kind of a turn off because you know then she started doing things and saying things which i wouldn't generally do on a first date Then I said, okay, maybe this is just a one-off thing, and then I said, okay, let's meet again for a cup of coffee. There is where there is no scope of alcohol, mm. uh, and then she admitted that you know she's going through a bad uh, divorce, and she's going through a phase where she doesn't know what she wants, and she's probably taking the help of alcohol to go through it. And I understand that. That I I have no problem with that, and I respect what she's going through. But you know that phase that she's going through is, is such a phase that you know you would never. be with the right person because somewhere you're just going through yep, yep, multiple yep. people multiple situations are you in touch with her are you do you keep in touch with people well we ended up becoming friends okay. uh i mean since i had nothing against her i mean mm-hmm. i became good friends with her now she's married and oh, uh, i wish her all so the, the wine is gone <laughs> i hope <laughs> i hope i hope uh but but nothing that really i mean i had a very fair and candid conversation with her that listen i'm sorted i know exactly what i want you are in a phase where you probably are going through a situation where you're still exploring you you've recently been divorced or you're going through a situation mm-hmm. where you you want to know what exactly is something that you want and i'm okay with that but i don't want to be one of the choices that you make right. over a period of 10 different dates right. and uh, i would rather hold on to you as a person because you are a nice human being i would love to be in touch with you 
but I think I'm in a different phase probably three years before yeah. to what I was uh, and I, I completely agree with you and that's fair enough so after three and a half years she's married now nice. so nice. I wish her all the best okay. yeah what about so do you think there is a big mismatch of it in terms of dating app profiles especially with women there's a big mismatch what they show in their pictures and what they actually look like. I think it's not gender specific. I think. But you would know gender only females. No, no. But I've got the feedback from a lot of people uh, who have been my common friends, and they've told me the same thing. And that is absolutely a big problem. You right. know, because I was on a date with someone, and she put up a picture of some five years back. You know, uh, I. I mean, I want to know the real you. And uh, she said she's not on Instagram, she's not on Facebook. <laughs> so the only way I could actually know what she looks like is I had to Google her name or probably she's that picture that she yeah. has on it, uh, you know, the dating app. Now, unfortunately, uh, you know, I, I have no problem with you looking different. But my fact is that, you know, if you're not comfortable enough to even express yourself in the real way that you are, then I don't know how much of the conversation that you're going to have with me is also real. Right. So I don't like something or someone which is pretentious mm-hmm. or someone who's trying to be something else because then the real connect is kind of missing. And so the, you saw a big mismatch in her physical appearance? Absolutely I did and I kind of brought it up in a conversation as well. So she said it's a five year old picture. Uh, she didn't really click pictures after that which I really find it amusing because women not clicking pictures for five years. Uh, it's something that I don't know yeah I don't know but I I mean I told her see this is something that I'm not comfortable with but uh, I still went through with the entire date we ended up on a good note you're a gentleman you're a good I think everybody should do that I mean gender specific or not this is something that everybody should go through you decided to meet regardless to whatever happens on the date regardless to whatever is the conversation you know in your head it's not compatible or it's not going to work out but still go through with it end it on a good note i think that's a basic chivalry which we can expect mm. or uh, which which we should offer mm. um, otherwise it's just a waste of time for everyone because it's creating a bad experiences even right. in that evening that you spent right. and you're going back with a bad taste if you end it on a good note and you say hey it's always good to meet someone like you but i'm looking right. something else but at least you ended on a happy note good note you're going back positive that's fine Nice. Yeah. It's actually good. And I think I've been told by a lot of women as well that yeah. men also, they're balding and then they have five, <laughs> five year and ten year old pictures. And yeah, yeah. So that is I, that you're is. right. It's not a gender specific yeah, thing. But, I, think uh, yeah. I read somewhere there is this quote that uh, uh, women hear what, they, women like what they hear and men like what they see. Yeah. So men lie in their bios and women lie in their pictures. Oh, I, I think that's an absolute nail on because uh, when you talk about pictures or when you talk about bio, uh, I think most of it uh, is scripted, you know. Right. I think even the conversation starters are scripted. Uh, the bios that have been written are something which I feel like I've read it so many places. It feels like uh, somebody's created a pre, pre-designed template for someone and you just copy paste it. Yeah. yeah. But I, I think people are missing the, the whole point of doing this. I mean, if you're looking for something very casual, yeah, it doesn't work. Don't even put anything. Mm-hmm. Just look, just say that I'm looking for casual, yeah, it doesn't matter. But if you're looking for something which is substantial, which is mm-hmm. meaningful, you obviously have to talk about yourself, uh, you know, what you've done or what you want to do, what kind of person you're looking at, something. I mean, mm-hmm. that kind of gives an idea that, okay, this person that I'm actually going to swipe right, uh, this is the kind of conversation I'm going to have or this is the kind of person that I'm getting into. If you don't even, you know, be yourself in your own bio, 
what are you expecting people to talk to you true you know? has anyone complimented you about your bio absolutely i think uh, <coughs> thanks to the whole travel journey that i have done uh, people have actually commented and they've they've said after a long time somebody's written a proper bio or it's not sugar coated it's not fabricated it's the real me uh, i'm talking about my travel experiences the person that i'm looking at the person that i am so that you can make an informed decision when you're swiping right yes you're just you just doing a, a maybe a one second thing but at least you're, right. you're getting information whether to do it or not also mm-hmm. and i think it's my right to express myself and it's your right to know uh, what kind of person i am right how do you know i mean it's just a question that i just came up in my yeah. how do you know if that person is being truthful or he is or she is lying on a dating on a, on her bio on his bio like I, I, yeah do, I, do you get a sense ki yaar to fake rahi hai ya to fake rahi hai something like that i think yahan par mera professional experience kam aa jata hai be consulting yeah yeah absolutely i think i don't know about others what they look at what they do but for me i run an hr consulting company right i look at bios all all day long right i'm looking at 30 second i'm looking at a resume and i'm seeing that okay yeah this guy is just no it's not true he can't be doing all that at that age so when i read a bio on a, uh, on a dating app i think it's it's your instinct mm-hmm. that's number one number two you know that you've read this before and mm-hmm. you know that's copy paste number three you look at things that they are talking about mm-hmm. and kind of experiences that you've had in the past you match that and you say oh no this is this is absolutely yes. just crazy it's yeah. not possible this buffoon i can't really go ahead with this conversation yeah right. yeah okay so oh nice and and how do you uh, when do you know that this conversation is going nowhere like what are these uh, red flags that you see when you are chatting to a girl uh, i think uh, <coughs> so eventually you want to get to a conversation right i mean you are you are you are chatting but the chats need to lead to a conversation and conversation needs to probably meeting that person but when that transition doesn't happen mm-hmm. i mean when your your chats are getting responded or you are responding to a chat after a long time i think that that interest you can come to know when the person responds instantly or you know they are looking forward to the conversation or they initiate the conversation as well so sometimes what i do is i do have a you know a chat and then i wait for the person to initiate the conversation as well sometimes if not then i'll probably do it one more time but after that i won't do it again because then i know the interest level is not mutual uh, you know and if somebody from the other end is doing that i would definitely respond to it then i would lead to probably a phone call mm-hmm. and uh, maybe have a conversation over the calls couple of times before we meet uh, i you, yeah sorry. i want to see that transition happening that's that's how i look at it so do you ask for their numbers or do you do that call facility i think i just uh, no the, the calling thing on the app is just horrible i think i mean i've heard the conversation it's just like it's like echoing on a on a mm. mountain you know mm. uh, so if you really want to have a conversation i think it's more about having a detailed conversation then you need to probably exchange numbers but i don't ask for numbers what i say what do you think should we take this conversation uh, to another level or maybe should we exchange numbers or should we uh, talk on call uh, you know that way mm. so i want to know if it's a mutual interest um, 90% of the time people would appreciate and say they'll say yes and they, we would exchange numbers but 10% people would say no maybe we are not there yet and they they want to know me more right and that's fair i respect both absolutely. ends yeah right. but i think that's the way it should be 
but uh, i personally feel that the uh, the process of eternal chatting never works you Absolutely. can not eternally chat with a person you yeah. have to get the number and meet her or meet him yeah absolutely her. absolutely so do you believe that there is uh, do you agree with that number one and do you have have you ever you know not spoken to somebody you have not eternally chatted with someone something like that no no i have actually put forward and said that <coughs> i cannot chat with you forever i mean i'm not looking for virtual friends I have five thousand friends on Facebook, and I think right. that's quite enough. Right. Yeah, I don't think so. I'm looking for more. <laughs> uh, and being travelled all around the world, met so many people. I mean, I'm not running short on conversations. You can yeah. you can sit next to me, and I'll have travel stories that will go on for next seventy two hours. Right. So I'm not going to run short on conversations. Probably you're the one who's not ready for this next level, uh, and that I can't do because I don't need to be a virtual friend to someone. Uh, I'm I'm on a dating app for a specific reason. I want to meet people. I want to date someone and look for a relationship. I'm not here to become someone's friend. Oh, nice. Yeah. Nice. So uh, you have an NGO that you operate. Yeah, actually, uh, during the COVID, what I realized is that the first lockdown uh, is where I realized that okay, maybe you know you're just going through an experience. I don't know how to contribute, what to do, but some of my friends were actually out there helping out people. uh you know part of a bigger community who was trying to make a difference i joined them in fact i was at the uh, kurla terminus for nearly 2 months uh, we were distributing food uh you know clothing uh, sanitizers whatever that it is we were doing that in collaboration with bmc uh, but i felt that it was a little bureaucratic of whatever was happening whereas i wanted to help more people but i couldn't make a difference so when uh, the second lockdown happened i decided to create my own platform okay it was called mumbai hen Oh, and uh, it was more to do with you know family and friends coming together and helping out people but the uh, project was an instant success because people had seen me doing and mm-hmm. delivering things in the past mm-hmm. so for me it was more easy to tell them that this is my plan this is what i intend to do so outside sign hospital we were distributing nearly 500 cooked meals and uh, we've wow. given out more than 10000 uh, hygiene <coughs> boxes Uh, so it, the the entire project was more towards women centric issues mm-hmm. and in fact then we ran through with some of the schools uh, development project uh, given out stationery to kids so anything that we kept anything that focuses on uh, women as the center of the mm-hmm. solution uh, we 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 wanted to help out on that because i feel that in indian context mm-hmm. if you take care of uh, you know the lady of the house she is ensure that you know the rationing is happening properly right. uh, hygiene is taken care right. of the kids education is maintained right. so i think they were a, they were very pivotal in terms of understanding as to how to find solutions to the problem that they had so we focused primarily on women and uh, we got featured on uh, various radio shows oh, nice. uh, newspapers covered us mm-hmm. uh, but for me it was more of a personal impact that we created and uh, i think that was one of the most uh, blessed moment of my life fulfilling blessed yeah moment. absolutely and we still running that we still doing okay. that in a small way uh, very personalized one on one kind of work mm-hmm. uh, because obviously the covid impact is no longer there but there are still repercussions of the covid right. which we're trying to address right uh, speaking of covid uh, we have seen a lot of uh, divorces happening in that phase in the yeah. last two three years yeah. uh, in in covid and of course sadly there were a lot people have lost their companions as well yeah uh, so what so and you know what we do so what do you think how could rekindle be better in whatever current state we are how could we be better do you have a, do you have any suggestions for us do you think it's a it's a platform that i should pursue or you know i think the name itself is very inspiring 
I mean, the fact that you know you're talking about rekindle, it's like uh, from an optimistic person's point of view. I mean, uh, yes, I am divorced, uh, but do I need another shot on my love life? Uh, am I supposed to be romantic again or not? Yes, of course. I do deserve another chance. I do deserve love, and I do deserve to be settled and uh, with my life partner. Right. And uh, rekindle seems to address that specific issue. I think when you go on a dating app uh, or even a matrimonial app for that matter, uh, I think people are looking for something very generic, something very long, uh, broad and based. Right. Uh, I was telling this to my friend the other day. It's mm. uh, it's like a buffet. Right. <laughs> it's it's like you know there are many things. That you might or might yeah, not want, yeah. but it's a sure waste of time. It's a sure understanding that you know you're going through so many plates or so many things, you know, uh, to understand that this is what your type of uh, yeah. you know palette is. Uh, I think rekindle addresses that in a very specific way, and mm -hmm. it is trying to uh, bridge that gap. And that is why I really love the the interface. I, I think this is something that is a wonderful idea. And uh, you guys should definitely take this to the next level because there are many people like me out there who understand that you know sometimes things don't work uh, in terms of a marriage, mm -hmm. but that doesn't mean that they don't have a right to you know have a life again, right? right? And uh, want to be settled with someone. So I think this is something which is very specific and it's addressing to a big uh, genre of community. I think and that's something which is very wonderful. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you for your belief. Yeah. With Rekindle Club, we bring in content for our previously married community that is divorced, separated and widow. We tie up with industry veterans. We bring in curated content so that we make your life a little bit better. Do follow us on Instagram, Rekindle underscore club. Download our app on Play Store and App Store. And if you know somebody who fits the bill, do forward this content. Stay tuned to Rekindle Club.